All right, so Cree, you can now say that you were previously a professional busker. That's correct. Like we talked about before, it sounds like some people don't know what busking is. Because I didn't know what busking meant. Yeah, so in the U.S., most people usually just say street performer. This is this is just something I thought would be really cool to do. Well, I, I don't like playing in front of an audience. I think I associate it with public speaking. I just get nervous. But busking or street performing, there's this sense of you're playing for an audience, but no one's really listening because people are just filtering in and out. Not to say that I'm going to go start playing for people and put on concerts, but I thought it'd be kind of cool to do. And just because we were right by New York City, I see people performing in the streets, busking all the time. Lots of prime busking spots. And I, I was just curious to see how I would measure up and sort of stand. It's like, well, can, could I actually do this? Or will I just suck and annoy people? Because there's some, there's some buskers that I think are very talented and others that essentially just put out noise pollution. <laughs> yeah. And I wanted to see where I'd, where I'd fit in that. I, I just thought it'd be fun. People watch. Yeah, I think you were a above-average, talent-wise busker. Your, your ability to play, and you have a pretty good set list at this point pretty long and there are the pop songs that majority of people would be able to recognize i think the only thing that i still don't know I mean, we'd, we'd have to run experiments here and go back multiple times which we're not going to do at this point but i wonder did it do you a disservice or was it actually an advantage when it came to tips that you were i think like overly polite for a busker just in terms of like volume of playing, staying out of people's business. If you had played louder and arguably more obnoxiously, maybe you would have gotten even even more action. But then again, maybe some people tipped you just because they appreciated the fact that you weren't being obnoxious. So it's, that, it's hard for me to say. Yeah, I, I wondered about that. And that's a question that you need more data to really... And each time it goes a little different. I was surprised at how big a factor the location meant and everyone's oh, location 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 is number one but it was interesting living through it yeah so we we had we wandered around for a little bit trying to find the right spot i think it was almost an hour because we tried two or three different spots and it took a long time to get to where we were because i think there's the unspoken rule between buskers of setting up like right on top of each other oh, yeah where there's overlap and you're potentially stealing people because if someone's got a good spot and they've already attracted a crowd it's in poor taste to sit up right next to them and there was at least one time where i wandered around and found a pretty like premium spot went back to tell you and by the time we got there someone else had already swooped in and set up shop that's right that happened twice i think but we eventually found a good spot in central park by a little body of water, prime spot. There are a couple of benches and no one else playing music around. There are other people doing other things, but I I enjoyed that that trip. I enjoyed it so much that even when I got hungry, I sort of dismiss, dismissed that feeling and kept on playing until I got really hungry. When you are willing to delay food, that's when you know you must really be having a good time. That's right. 
so I, I already know the answer to this question, but so having done it, well, you've already actually tipped your hand a bit here, but so you would, you consider the busking trip a success. Oh, right? I, I think it was great. Yeah. I didn't put an expectation on how much I'd make because it wasn't the primary objective. It was just enough to cover. I, th- I think I'd, I'd, I, I would have been pleased just to get anything or, or to cover the, the train, train ride over to the city. But I got more enjoyment just interacting with people. Because when I started playing a couple of songs, you could watch in the crowd people recognizing it, making eye contact with someone looking over and just going, okay, some people humming along. While that was going on, I was kind of wandering around and then also was taking some pictures, doing some people watching. And I noticed the same thing. The funniest is when you were playing like a lot less popular of a song. Well, there's one time in particular, I remember you were playing something and I heard these two girls talking about the fact that you you played that song. And I think you even heard them I as did, because well. even though they were far away, it was quiet enough that I could still hear and look at look at people. And because I was wearing sunglasses, they couldn't really see where I was looking, which I, I, I liked that sort of playing behind the yeah. curtain, uh, like Charlie Day and Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I'm basically like Charlie. I don't know that that's something you want to put out there. In a lot of ways, yeah. <laughs> based, on, based on what I know, Charlie. <laughs> Would do again? Would do again. I don't know how that's going to be like here, because yeah. for our listeners who follow the show, this is the third location of us <laughs> recording. First one in the new location, way out on the West Coast. See, I, I know that there are some areas in L.A. that are notorious for, for busking, but it's like the worst kind of busking. So you get the people who dress up as like superheroes, for example, and then just like are obnoxious and Time want, it, want you to City. take. Yeah, it's it's similar to that. So around like, uh, I think like the, isn't like it around the Chinese theater like that and the Walk of Fame, all that, all that kind of nonsense you know, I, where this I, I, happens I don't know but I think for for me pro- probably somewhere near the beach where there's like a slow more relaxed pace because I think that and I just don't think you're going to get tips there because and here's the thing and this is this is what I, I I got from the 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 Central Park trip I'm not even playing for tips anymore yeah. I, I'm just playing for just the enjoyment being out, so one being outside people watching and then I get to play so if all you want to do is play your guitar at the beach, then obviously yeah. you could do that. But if you're not accepting tips, then I don't think it's busking. Oh, no. I'll, I'll have my little spread out with... Uh, like, what, what, what was the word that you called it? Like seeds planted? Like money, yes. that, money that I or you have put in to right. help stimulate <laughs> some more tips? Yeah. So, so when you first set up shop to make it clear that you are accepting tips, you seed the tip jar basically you put a little bit of cash in there that people see i really liked what one person had out and she was a very good violin player and she had a a a couple of like paper boards it was essentially a paper playlist that the audience could interact with and say play this song next and she had a list of classical songs and then pop songs it was like a living jukebox situation. That's that's exactly it. I thought that would be cool. Maybe if I if I end up doing it more often, it'll slowly evolve into that. When we've gone into the city, there have been times where it's like, oh oh man, these these people. In particular, 
like around the subway where you're in this when you're in the enclosed area and you're just surrounded by concrete walls and it's so loud and you get guys doing like drum shows like banging on the buckets and that i want to bang on their bucket (laughs) if you know what i mean i hate that so much it's just so freaking loud i want to tip those people to stop playing yeah it is noise pollution and then coupled with just the natural smell of the subway of New York City, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just an assault on all the senses. It's yeah, that's that's a hell of a pairing. Yeah, not not good. What I also don't particularly like is like the guy with the boombox plays some music and walks around like sort of amping up the crowd that's really not there, and it's just music blaring so loud, and he's just walking around flailing his arms. They they call people from the crowd and have them line up and then jump over their heads and yeah, which you'd have to be an idiot to do in my opinion. Like who are these who are these people? I don't know what these guys' abilities are. Why would I ever risk my personal safety for them to make a buck like jumping over me or something? That sounds in, that sounds insane to me. This last visit back home, I went with my family to one of the county fairs in the in the local area. And I have a thing where, you know, I I really like roller coasters. So I'll ride roller coasters, although at times I wonder, is it giving me brain damage with all the the jerking around that happens on those rides? But I do enjoy them. I refuse to ride carny rides. I Those things terrify me because I know that at Cedar Point or Six Flags, you can see just how massive... Everything is about that operation. You have engineers who have over-engineered this thing to be super safe. They run all these checks on them. I'm confident that I'm not going to like fall out of the sky at one of those things. But these carnival rides, man, where they just drive around from fair to fair, set up shop, and it's like, who's even putting this thing together? Those things make me nervous. So there's a similar thing going on there where the guys trying to do those like street performances, it's like they think they're at Disney World and they're like one of those little pop-up shows that happens around the park, but they're just completely on their own. I, I don't know how good they are at what they do, at their acrobatics and everything. So I would never volunteer or be voluntold to participate in something like that. I think people who accept and come to the middle like the idea of being part of the show. Every All this large group of people are watching them. In pictures, maybe that's appealing. The skeptical part of me feels like maybe the first people are just shills. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like buddies of the guys. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'll volunteer. That sounds like a great time. And then people say yes, and it's... Yeah, just to build some I, social proof, I yeah. think, is, is the term. I think that's a, that's a good way to say it. Yeah, so I don't like those. As previously mentioned, I don't like the people who dress up like cartoon characters or superheroes and then try to get you to pay them to be in a picture with you mm-hmm. a lot of people don't like buskers like with a passion i've seen this online but through different videos absolutely I, I can i can see that one of the ones that comes to mind that i think is funny because it's it's like one of those videos that resurfaces every once in a while and then disappears and the cadence of it it resurfaces after enough time that new people see to have never seen it before. And what takes place in this video is you have these people sitting outside. There's a group of people playing, I believe they were all string instruments. 
And then they start walking over and someone sitting in the, the audience, I'm using air quotes here, someone sitting in the audience is on their cell phone. These group of like half a dozen people just swarm around him and start playing super loudly because he's sitting there talking on his phone. And always some of the top comments on this video are like, oh man, that guy's such a jerk talking on his phone during a show, all this stuff. And then people always reply to that and they're like, those guys are buskers. That man is just trying to have a phone conversation out in public. Wait, and those, yeah. those damn buskers are just harassing him and being a pain in the ass like, like wasps or something, you know, swarming around him, just ruining his conversation. It's, I, I find that entertaining every time that video pops up because the same exact process of comments happens. But it reminds me of something else that happened uh, while I was playing. This little boy walked by with his, his parents' relatives and he looks me like, dead in the face and also his mom, while looking at me, he's like, where's all this noise coming from? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I burst out laughing. It's like, this kid, this kid just tells it like it is. He wasn't a fan. He wanted to stop, but he didn't want to be overly rude, I guess. But he's, he looked me dead in the face. Like, mom, where's all this noise coming from? <laughs> And his mom's like, shh, and then quickly, like, kind of ushered him away as they walked by me. This last visit back home to see family, I went out with my family a couple different times to eat. My dad and I went to this local cafe. I think I, think I got breakfast, and so I had some hash browns or home fries. I decided I want to add a little ketchup, so I grabbed the ketchup bottle. It's a plastic bottle, a squeeze bottle. So I take it, I, I give it kind of a shake in my hand because you know these ketchup bottles, they settle. Mm-hmm. If you don't give it a shake, you flip that top open, turn it over, squeeze it, all that comes out is liquid. You get that right? nonsense, yeah. It's just water, vinegar, whatever. It's not, it's not ketchup. I take it into my hand, I give it a shake. The lid wasn't on this ketchup bottle. And again, this was... Let me correct my language here. It was not a bottle. It was not a glass bottle that you expect the cap to come on and off. This was one of the plastic squeezy ones. Wait, so the, the cap... The cap is like snaps on, if I'm not mistaken. The right? cap... So the cap screws on, but then snaps open and close, the right. top part. There's like a lid. Yeah. Right? So unless you are out of your mind, you're never going to unscrew that, right? All you do is flip open the top and then there's the little hole mm-hmm. and then you squeeze the, the ketchup through there. So this thing was not, it was like barely screwed on. Ketchup flies everywhere. Oh. Ketchup got on the uh, drape like shade things. That's how much ketchup went flying. Ketchup got all in my lap. I was pissed. I felt like I was the victim of an act of domestic terrorism. Yeah. Like somebody had just decided to unscrew well, let me unscrew this ketchup bottle and just cause a little chaos, you know, one of these situations. I don't I don't I don't know what really happened. Maybe the person who used it previously was just an idiot and totally unscrewed it to use like a like a glass bottle of ketchup to take ketchup out of it. I don't know. I was so ticked off. I went into the restroom to try and kind of clean it off. The thing that really sucked, the shorts that I was wearing were like a pair of like the light gray ones. So it was real obvious right on my crotch. I calmed myself. I was like, it is what it is. I'm just hanging out with my dad today anyways. 
it's fine. The they offered to like pay to have my shorts dry cleaned. And I was like, don't worry about it. It's it's whatever. I, I was I was real mad at first. It was just like the emotional animal like response to something like that. Yeah. But then I calmed myself and I was like, all right, it's fine. And <laughs> so then, then just a few days later, I went out with with my mom and, and some other family. And I sit down and they hand me the menu. And this menu was full of applesauce. <laughs> Gross. Like it was smashed between. It must have been a menu that a kid had or something. And was it a single sheet or a book type of menu? It was somewhere between there. You know, it wasn't like it was a multi-page thing, one of the big flat ones. And but applesauce in between the pages. applesauce between the pages, and it it got all over, got all over my hands, my whole area at the table. But at that point, it was like all I could do was laugh because it was ridiculous that this had happened so close to the ketchup thing. So I wasn't even annoyed about the applesauce thing. It was more just like this is ridiculous. And what I kind of told myself mentally, sometimes and sometimes I'll think of this to try and calm myself in situations where I feel myself getting really angry over something dumb like that, is I asked myself, if this was happening to Larry David or Jerry Seinfeld or just some character on on one of those shows, would I find this funny if it was happening to somebody else within the context of, of a show like that? And if so, why should I be getting so angry about this dumb thing? So this is just like a new kind of mental model thing that I'm trying to, <laughs> trying to use <laughs> to deal with <laughs> frustrating things that happen to me. You're basically saying that You are in your own show. You're the star of your own show. Oh, of course I am. And you're you're trying to stay in character. <laughs> or or maybe maybe it's that uh, you you know you're not staying in character because you do get angry. Like you did get angry about Being it. Being in character means to get angry, and it's funny. And then it, you find it funny later on. There there are times I don't know how often you notice that, but there are times where something happens to me like that, and I'll get, I'll get really tick, ticked off when it happens and I'll be angry but then like hours later like after enough time has passed when I'm telling someone the story secondhand like listen what happened to me I can't help but laugh when I'm telling the story because it's just ridiculous I know, I know exactly what you mean and I, I, I've done that before and so it's it's kind of like if I already know that I'm going to get over this and it's not that important it's just a ridiculous thing is there a way to compress that time frame to where instead of being mad for like an hour or half hour or even 10 minutes it's just like you know what this is pretty dumb i think you'll have to reach an enlightened state of emotional control to do that well this is this is part of the i mean we're actually circling back to a couple of things we've talked about previously on the show so one thing is like the meditation thing because that's that's one of the points of meditating is to start to notice times where as an example you'll just find yourself getting really angry and you notice that what i really like are, are the primitive childish responses <laughs> and uh, we recently moved to a place the neighbor the neighbors even though they're on separate buildings are very close there's a, a narrow alleyway it's almost like you could open the window and reach out and touch the other side 
and the windows line up such that the lights on, blinds open, you can see directly in, no problem. It's several feet away. Yeah, I've never lived in a place like this. Uh, but I think this is not like this is the only situation around here where that's the case. Oh, no, it's like this, I think this is pretty much everywhere. Because the windows are always open and things are very close together. Not on yeah. top of each other, but close together and noise travels. I did not know when we first got here that residential like houses and apartments do not have air, air conditioning in Los Angeles. I just were, kind of assumed that everybody it does. got hot enough that everybody did. Yeah. And then so things dot, dot started being connected, right? Because it's like, all right, people don't have central air. They just leave their windows open all the time. But then you can hear a lot of stuff. Pr- a lot of stuff. My favorite, and I'll continue to use this as a response, is a kid next door who likes to pretend he's a dinosaur <laughs> at weird times in the day. And some, it's, it, gets, it gets out of hand at times. I got to like a, a point of frustration of listening to the kid screaming that I just decided to scream back. And milliseconds after I screamed, the neighbor... The neighbor that we know, yeah, a neighbor that who's we know, also subjected to the to, yeah he, the noise. They have to experience the noise. Screamed as well, and I knew it was him because I recognized the voice. The only reason why I didn't scream was because I was laughing so hard. Because <laughs> I screamed out of anger, and I I felt you know like that angry scream, like a primitive roaring, because that's what I really wanted to do is to roar like a dinosaur. And immediately when I heard the neighbor yell back, all feelings of anger were just gone. And I think you experienced the same thing because we both started laughing. <laughs> yeah, and, and I've, I think I've been handling the the noisy kid situation a little bit better than you guys. Maybe it's because I spent enough time like around my nephew within the past year and playing with him. And he does get you know, kind of loud and scream or whatever. And when I'm playing with them and you're screaming at it, it's, it's pretty funny. So I, I cut kids a, a bit more slack, like young kids like that. To, to an extent, I mean, depending on time of day, like when it's late at night or whatever, then it starts to become like, hey, parents, come on, keep, you know, yeah. tell you, keep, keep your kid cage. chilled out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I, I have much more problem, as you know, with people like adults who do dumb shit that's real loud like playing real loud music all like that stuff really just sets me off that really grinds your gears it really grinds my gears uh it really puts a thorn in my tires (laughs) (laughs) but uh, i i I cut more slack to kids being kids you know but it's the first few times it was just very unexpected now I've come to terms with it and developed ways to mitigate some of the noise. Like I'm looking out, I'm looking out my window right now, and as as I've joked about before, if we were good friends with them, I could open my window, they could open their window. We could just stand in our rooms and have a conversation with each other through the through the little alley here because it's yeah. that close. What I'd really like is to have a can with the string connected to each other. A can with the string would be would be nice. Yeah. 